0: Hello and welcome to Legally Uncensored. I am your host, Demetria Graves, attorney and certified specialist in Los Angeles, California. So today we are going to discuss the impact the COVID pandemic has had on all relationships, the marital relationship, relationships where you're not married, friendships. I think it applies across the board. I even in my intake interviews now with potential clients, as I mentioned in our introduction, I am a divorce attorney, um, or better yet, a family law attorney covering divorce. And I find myself asking a lot of potential clients now is this something you really want to do, or are you hugely impacted by COVID? And maybe there's other ways that we can talk about kind of how to relieve the stress before making such an important decision to terminate a relationship. And to me, that goes across, you know, all relationships at this point, friendships, relationships with your parents, whatever it is. I think it is no mistake that we are all feeling the impacts of COVID and the stress of COVID. So how are we able to decide, okay, is it really time for me to end this relationship or do I need to find a way to deal with my COVID stress? And as we've seen, for starters, January, this top of the year is typically already divorce month, right? We've seen it already in the headlines. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are reportedly divorcing. We've seen Tyrese is reportedly divorcing Um, Latoya Luckett from Destiny's Child was reported reportedly um, divorcing her spouse. So typically speaking, this is already a high divorce (laughs) month and any other time, but I don't believe and I think we all can agree COVID just does not help. So how how am I defining what is COVID stress versus maybe you do need to end your relationship? So please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that, you know, it might not be time to end your relationship, but I do always encourage those, you know, having to make that decision, make sure that it's truly what you want to do, especially in times like this. Even though I am a divorce attorney and I've been doing it for over 16 years now. I still want people to be sure. And I know people still ask me, you know, what do you think? Should I file? Should I wait? And when potential clients are on the fence that way, I always say, you know what? I need you to think about it and let me know. That's just a decision that I personally don't want to make, can't make. And don't let anybody make that for you. May it be your family, friends, pastor, only you really know when it's time to pull the plug. So with that said, how to know if it's maybe COVID stress and maybe it's time to end the relationship. And I'm only going based on clearly what, have I, what have I personally have experienced as COVID stress and also what I've seen my clients kind of go through or what I've seen potential clients go through. If you really don't know and you really need additional assistance and attempting to figure it out. I am a big advocate of going to therapy and trying to work out what you can, um, if you are feeling stressed out. So what are some of the things I've seen in heck my own life and lives of potential clients that lead me, you know, to think, wow, this is COVID related. Are we are, heavily impacted by COVID, i think the number one stressor is the loss of a job or decrease in hours um finances is already a big divorcing factor so in these times when one party no longer has a job that party can be the primary breadwinner that party you know can um be both parents, both parents, or excuse me, both parties may also have a reduction in hours that greatly impacts their um, household finances, which clearly can cause a lot of stress for the family. A lot of families are experiencing maybe not only the reduction in hours, not only the loss of a job, but also now having to become teachers. I don't know about you, but I did not sign up to be a teacher. I have a really, really good friend who homeschooled all her kids, very smart. She's very patient. But I knew very, very early on that that just was not my calling. So we are all thrown, us with children, are thrown into this situation where we are trying to maintain our jobs and homeschool and make sure that our children are receiving what they need because you know while we're trying to deal with the stress of reduced hours no job trying to figure out our finances for our household on top of that we have to find a way to cater to our children and their needs and be aware of where they're struggling as they adapt to COVID as well. So for some families, not only is there a reduction in financial resources, but now you are required to become a teacher. And I know I can speak for myself. My child is only six years old. So when all of this started for him, he was just starting kindergarten. This is his first introduction into real quote unquote school. So, and I have a, a very shy child. So I was required in the beginning to sit with him the entire Zoom time from about, what, 8.30 to 11.45. And so that completely took away those work hours for me or the days in which I have court, then, you know, I'm struggling to find someone to assist me doing those hours while he's doing what he needs to do and which allows me to do what I need to do. And then there's the additional expense, right? Of, Oh my God, I have to either pay someone to assist me and pray that they are following the COVID guidelines. Although you might do the testing and all of that, you just have to pray and hope if, you know, if you pray or meditate or whatever you do and hope that they're being safe. Right. So we're starting to see how this can build up. So you might not have the finances you once did. you haven't become a teacher. If you do ha- have to work, who's going to watch your children? Are they at the age where, you know, you can leave them alone or what other needs do they have on top of you trying to figure out how to manage your household with limited resources, kids at home, spouse at home more than you want them to be. So you can see how the, the stress starts to add up. Or there's also the situation where one spouse contracts COVID. Then where do the rest of the family go? Or where does the impacted family go if you don't have family? Or are they just staying in one room? Does the other party have an underlining condition that they might be impacted if they get COVID? So that can definitely... Um, cause COVID related stress. The other main, well, I wouldn't say main, another very, very popular topic that goes in my discussions with potential clients is spouses are just people in relationships are required to be home a, a lot more together than they may have before COVID began. So that might do two things, right? Bring the parties together or put issues on the table that the parties have been avoiding and not discussing, or it sheds light on the fact that maybe the relationship is over because uh, pre-COVID, you know, you're running, going to work, getting the kids to school, doing what you need to do. So you're not, sometimes it's easy to ignore what needs to be addressed. But post-COVID, you're kind of in the house way more than you were. And some of those issues rise to the surface and force the parties to, to talk about what needs to be discussed. Um, I, I have to, sh- to share that I, I love when couples are able to finally address the issues, get it out on the table and resolve it. And then also, there's something to be said about getting the issues on the table and realizing that maybe the relationship is over. And that's okay too. But that's what COVID has done. And as I mentioned, it's hard if one party is doing all the schoolwork with, with the children, managing the household, and the other party is not contributing. That can definitely add to the COVID stress and cause one party to be um, frustrated, to feel like they are not appreciated and cause problems in the marital relationship. And just in general, the overall COVID stress, right? Before March of 2020, we were all living our merry lives, no one was really prepared for what's to come. Not us, not the courts not our government, nothing. So that stress, we cannot ignore that we have all been forced to shift our lives in ways that we never imagined before. So that is not to be taken lightly. None of our lives will ever be what they were prior to March of 2020. So we are all creating a new normal. And that impact has hit individuals very different You know, some people have said, okay, you know, this is a great time to change my life, to get my affairs in order and get in shape and do all these wonderful things, but that's not for everyone. So definitely give yourself space to kind of deal with that. Your spouse as well, or your significant other as well, but know that that is real. And if you, you know, Google it, you'll see that stress is up tremendously Um, In addition to suicide and alcoholism. So it is very, very real. And we have to all give ourselves space to kind of deal with that. And then with that, um, any type of addiction might be exemplified during this time. So, you know, if a spouse has lost a job or dealing with the stress or whatever it is, that adds another layer of. potentially concern. And then whatever else you were facing before COVID even began, right? Maybe it be an illness, um, a family member's illness, your parents, um, a troubled tri- child, whatever it is, right? So our problems pre-March 2020 didn't mysteriously disappear, right? So we're all dealing with all of these things. So I've listed some of the things that might be causing your stress and causing you to consider, okay, maybe it is time to end this relationship. And there are other factors that you know happen in typical relationships that might be of concern to you that you should also consider, such as were there already problems prior to COVID that the relationship simply could not fix, or were there problems that were already put on the table? that just were not addressed, that just did not get worked out. And now those problems have been getting worse because of COVID. There may have been problems with infidelity. And I have had several clients call or potential clients call and say, you know, my spouse has decided to start that relationship with with the other person. Which again, like I said, COVID is... Requiring us to really take a hard look at our relationships and our lives. And sometimes that is the decision. Um, So if that happens, clearly you can't fight for the relationship. And that was potentially a problem prior to COVID. And a lot of people may have been considering a breakup prior to March 2020, prior to COVID but COVID kind of, you know, got in the way of a lot of plans. So if you were thinking about it before and things have not changed, then it might be a time to think about exiting the relationship. And even in COVID, even we've all had an opportunity to think about our lives and where we want to be and all that great stuff. Even in that, even post-COVID, even post your opportunity to think about things post COVID and you're still thinking about exiting the relationship, it might be time to have some, some tough decisions, make some tough decisions about what you want to do. Right. Cause if COVID hasn't changed your mind, I don't know if anything's going to change your mind. Right. So if you're, you were thinking about leaving before and that really hasn't went away and things aren't getting better and you feel you've done everything that you can do, then it might be time to start thinking about how to um, terminate your relationship. And even in, you know, without COVID, a lot of studies show if you stopped arguing, if you've already kind of mentally and emotionally checked out, it might be time to, to think about what that means. Or is that a you thing or is that a relationship thing? Or if you are hiding behind the kids, which is so easy to do right now, right? Oh my God, kids have Zoom school. We have these Zoom meetings. We have Zoom activities or they have Zoom play dates. Everything is Zoom now, right? So if you're hiding behind the kids and ignoring what's really going on that you haven't put it on the table and you don't want to talk about it, um, may this be a sign to you that maybe it is time to stop hiding behind the children and put those issues on the table and decide if it's something that can be fixed or if, again, if it's time to consider the termination of the relationship. And I know we hear a lot, right? Oh my God, I stay for the kids. I wanted the kids, you know, to have two parents. I wanted to keep our family intact. And I think we do not give our children um credit where credit is due. Kids are really, really smart and very, very intuitive. So they can sense if there's a problem. They can sense if you're not getting them along. They are watching more than they're listening. So they are watching your interaction with the other parent and how, you know. The two of you get along. And that's not only the basis of how they will potentially move in their re- adult relationships, but they, they can feel the tension. So, if there is tension between you and the spouse, if you feel you are hiding it or not, children know and they can feel it. So, I don't know if it's healthy to say you're staying together for the children if it's not a healthy relationship. It might be more healthier to have two happy households where the children feel the happiness and know that the two of you are working for their benefit. So that is something to consider. Or if you just, you know, started having a different go-to person that you're discussing your marital problems with someone else, If you've taken it out of the household and you're now talking to friends and family instead of your spouse, that might also be a a clear indication that it's time to do um, some work to determine what you want to do. Right. Because in a marriage, your spouse is your person. Yes, you have other friends. Yes, you have your family, but your person is your spouse. So that might be cause of concern. So we talked a lot about, you know, what's COVID related stress. We've talked um, about what's some issues that may have already been present prior to COVID. So what do you do if you're not sure or um, you're trying to make that decision or, you know, you're just trying to figure it out? So for starters, I would say talk, talk, not shout, not yell, (laughs) not text message, not Zoom but sit your spouse down and talk in a manner that um, is not attacking. And so this might also require the assistance of a therapist to help the two of you kind of get down to the bottom of what's going on. And are there ways to fix the relationship or is it time to start talking about ways to terminate the relationship? And I always, 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 always encourage clients if it's safe to do so. And if they have a cordial enough relationship with the other party to go to a therapist or a trusted advisor or, you know, whatever you're most comfortable with to walk them through the uncoupling process, right? What that looks like, how to tell your children, what's the most healthiest way to do that? Because... I always say this, it doesn't have to be this big production, this big showdown full of drama. When, if, if that's something that you decide to do, and I feel a trusted advisor or a therapist, your pastor, you know, whatever works for you. I think a third party can sometimes help with that transition and everybody may be a spirit, a spiritual practice of some sort, um, talking to, like I said, a trusted advisor. I think sometimes we look for other people to tell us the answer, right? We'll call our friends like, what do we do? What do I do? Or our mom or someone else. But sometimes such as a decision as as important as this, we have to go inwards and really, really, really get clear on what we want or what we feel is best for ourselves because our family, our friends, even our trusted advisors, they can only speak to us from their level of experience. And that is not to imply that they do not care about us, but they can only give you advice from where, you know, their station in life, life is or what they've kind of experienced. So make sure that you are getting clear from your own gut, what is best for you and what is best for your family. And do not make the decision in anger right? So you might be in the heat of an argument and say, I'm out of here. I want a divorce. You might mean it in that moment, right? And it may have gotten to a level where that's how you feel. But I encourage you to sit down and sit with that and make sure that that's what you want and try not to make your final decision in anger, right? Which goes along with, you don't You want support. You definitely need a support system if you've decided to end the relationship, right? Because that's hard. A lot of experts equate divorcing with a form of death, right? And it is a death to your relationship. So you definitely need a support system. But you don't want to decide in anger and you don't want to receive too many opinions about what you should do without getting Clear yourself what you want to do, especially after talking to your spouse or talking to a therapist. Then it is always my hope that you then can decide for yourself what is the best course of action. Wow. So we have covered a lot today, right? And as we are in this divorce season, as we are still, um, at least in Los Angeles County dealing with this COVID pandemic, it might be hard to decide, you know, is this COVID stress or do I really want a divorce? But as you see, we are all really, really doing the best that we can, right? With our jobs, with the loss of our jobs, with our children. So before you make that decision, all I am encouraging you to do is make sure that that's exactly what you want to do. Or maybe postpone the decision until, you know, if it's COVID related or if it's, it's something that needs to happen. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed our time together and until you come back and until you come back and, um, listen again, it was my pleasure to share with you my thoughts and, um, my experiences with what's going on with not only the clients coming to the office, but my own COVID experiences. So until you listen again, I am Demetria L. Graves, and you are listening to Legally Uncensored. Thank you. (laughs)